Did you hear what Seth said? Did you hear what Seth said? Did you hear what Seth said? You want to pray real quick? Yeah. I'm cool. um, yeah. You want to take lead on it? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. Um, Lord, we're just here, and we just pray for, um, we just pray for the smoothness, and we just pray for the guidance of conversation. We just pray for the equipment here to run the way it's supposed to run. We just pray um, for the love, um, for your love to be in this place. We know that... Um, Matthew eighteen twenty says, when two or more gather in your name, you are here in the midst with them. And uh, we know that you are here in the midst, Lord, and we just appreciate your presence. We thank you for for just fellowship, Lord, and we just pray for a good time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. Cool. All right. Let's see if I can get this. I messed up last time. And... Here we go. Let's go. Joel. What's up? What up, man? It's crazy. <laughs> What's going on? Crazy to be here. Um, yeah. It's crazy to be here because I, when I first kind of saw, this is like the first meeting from B-dubs that we ran into each other. I think it was like maybe like two weeks before that or maybe like a month before that. I saw, we, I saw your podcast like popping up on Instagram and I told my one of my buddies and then I'm like yeah, yeah I've seen that uh, I've seen him doing this podcasting like, I haven't even really checked it out or anything and then he's like you gonna jump on it or what and I was like, <laughs> kind of just like yeah you know I, I wasn't didn't think much of it but yeah. it's just funny now being here thinking well that's crazy how that was like spoken into existence just from that moment it was like wow yeah. first time you're hearing it too yeah it is yeah I was just like yeah. what like literally when I was in here right now I was just thinking like yeah it's crazy because I remember when I first saw it I was like I was humble I was just like you're gonna be on that or what yeah now you're here now I'm here now you're here. I didn't so know that that's crazy yeah. Uh-huh. yeah well thank you for coming on man thank you I appreciate your time seriously yeah uh you and I uh it's funny how we've known each other we've known each other not real well but we've known each no. other since like what was it 2014 2015 what, right yeah i think uh, yeah i think it was like 15 just about yeah i think it was and uh we were really to get to know each other because mm-hmm. the we worked at Bay city wings together and the day that you were supposed to come in and i was supposed to train you that day yeah i got arrested that day yeah <laughs> yeah i remember right was was it at the restaurant yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I was yeah. told that story before. Yeah. I was just like, what? They were like, uh, well, Cedric was supposed to train you today, but uh, yeah, he's <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he arrested. got arrested. So this is yeah. going to be your new trainer today. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Yeah. I think it's uh, I, it, I think it happened for a reason that we, we didn't cross paths at that time because we both so weren't too. on the best path of ourselves. So yeah, I think both of us together probably would have been pretty dangerous. I yeah, think so for, too. For a fact, for yeah. a fact. I told my mom that the other day. Actually, I was like, you know, because you told her, you said that we're we used we did the same things. We were on X game modes, but we hung out with different yes. people. We we're on X yeah. game modes for the wrong reason. Now we're both on X game modes for Jesus. For Jesus, yeah. And bam, we're like connected Together. like like this. It's still crazy to think about how yeah. we're like the we've ran into each other and the, and the conversations 
jumped and jumped and it's like Jesus, Jesus, boom, testimony, testimony, and then blam. It's crazy. You get, you get linked up like that. It's crazy how God works, man. Sure. Because we did used to hang out. We used to hang out like we. I didn't see you at Bayou City Wings. I did come back eventually. I yeah. think I did come back eventually, but by then you I were think already, so. yeah, I think you were already working. And like we said, we yeah. we hung out with different crowds. We would hang out here and there, but like not, yeah. not like all the time. And then there came a time a couple years later there where we did hang out a few times and we would, we would smoke together. Yeah. We would, we would hang out. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and then we stopped seeing each other for a couple years. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. I, that's what's crazy is that you know it's one thing that's been ringing in my mind that you told me was you're like said you know because whenever I broke people don't know but whenever I broke my collarbone that day I, I came from the emergency room and I went to Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings right and I seen you and then that's when we we hadn't yeah. seen each other in years dude yeah because you worked at Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings before and yeah. I had seen you a few times, but we didn't really talk too too much yeah it was just like a, like hey what's hey, up I've seen you in a while yeah. that's crazy. It's kind of big moment. Yeah. Eat your food and that was it. Yeah. We didn't have like that conversation that we needed to have or mm-hmm. it wasn't ready yet for God, honestly. It was crazy. Right. I mean, he yeah. wanted us to wait a little bit, but it was yeah. a reconnection, right? Yeah. And then and then you told me something that night. You said, because um, I was like, you know, like, you know, yeah, well, we'll get together or whatever. You know, um, maybe we can meet up and go have some coffee is what you said. And yeah. I was like, yeah. You're like, how about, you know, whatever this Monday. And then whenever I left, you told me, you said, you're here for a reason. Yeah. You're like you it's ironic how you break your collarbone, you're here and you meet me again mm-hmm. and you've been saved, I've been saved yeah. and then we're walking in this path of this light mm-hmm. and God just places us together. Yeah. Like that's insane, dude. Yeah. It's insane two guys who like used to like your life's we'll get to in a bit cuz I really I love your testimony that two guys who kind of used to do the same things, same experiences and then Jesus coming and saving us when we were down and out on our couldn't do it no more. Yeah. And then he puts us together again. Sure. That, 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 well, that was pretty like pretty wild. Which is crazy. Yeah. I die. I keep thinking about it. Yeah. Like, I, it was. Dude, it's, it's it, and it's, it's crazy because like you, like you say, it's like um, just being obedient to the Holy, Holy Spirit is crazy. Because mm-hmm. at, at the moment when you were telling me, you know, what, like, no, no, it's so it's like Jesus is so sensitive to be a topic of discussion to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's hard, it's hard, but it's kind of hard for yourself to it like as as a person that's been like trying to be obedient and listening to the Holy Spirit and actually bringing that. It's more of your of yourself of being rejected, like like people say like okay, one thing that I've been trying to do recently is pray for people, right? Pray for people that I don't know, random people, whatever people. But it's a fear of rejection, saying, "Hey, can I pray for you?" And like, I'm like, "Dude, shut up! Like, get, get that out of my face." You know what I mean? Yeah. But but the the, the good news is is that <laughs> you're eighty percent of the time, ninety percent of the time, they're gonna say yes, hundred percent. And most of the times, when you get breakthroughs and salvations and 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 prayers and all that like good stuff, because I've done it and I, I've like actually like you know what, like Holy Spirit telling me, "Hey, go ask this person if they if they need any prayer or whatever." So I'll just just go up to him, like, hey, and be random about it. Just like, just something coming out to me, and I just feel like asking you, like, uh, can I pray for you for anything? And sure enough, like, I'm like, I'm, almost, I'm pretty sure I'm a hun- never been rejected since I've started. So 
it's like a steady like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a prayer, I'll take a prayer any day. Yeah. Da, da, da. Like, yeah. what can I pray for you? And then they'll just you know go from there. So like same, go, bring it back to our situation when you came with the broken collarbone. Like, of course, Holy Spirit was kind of telling me to bring Jesus into it because because I knew that I knew. I, I don't know if it was Holy Spirit or just like seeing you how you're moving that you're cleaner now you know what I mean as in just your lifestyle life habits mm -hmm. you know you're just trying to find a better option you know and you I didn't know that you whatever because we both obviously smoked and, and did this and did this in our past but I didn't know much as much as you knew about me of mm -hmm. like what did you all do off of Buffalo Wings or what did you said do outside of it yeah closed doors or whatever yeah. like yeah. I didn't know that I knew you, you smoked before. I knew you did, you know, other drugs and this and this. Same way with me. So right there at that moment is when I was just like, Holy Spirit was just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he believes in Jesus like hard. Yeah. And I'm like, he's looking like you and you're looking like him. Yeah. Like, you have almost the same yeah. connection. And I was just like, okay, cool. So I guess that's when, like, the Jesus bringing, like, God into the picture popped up. And I remember you looking at me and your mom looking at me. We are just like, Okay, yeah, I bet we're on the same page, mm -hmm. and then we we're able to talk about that and have that conversation of of everything. Yeah, it was crazy because when when you told me, you said when you brought up Jesus, I heard it come out your mouth. I was like, what? Yeah, but I couldn't even turn because my yeah, neck is all yeah, like my. Yeah. And I was like, and you were on the back side of me too, yeah. so the whole night I couldn't really turn and look at you. I just heard. I had to just like you know like what we do, we turn our spiritual ears on. Yeah and sensitive to and discernment right yeah and that's what i was trying to discern the whole time when i saw you i didn't even know it was you yeah you had your half forward and i was like that voice sounds real familiar and i was like but i've been to buffalo wild wings before like through the years kind of to go yeah. or whatever i haven't seen joel here yeah i was like, no way he's here i thought you just stopped working there and i was like that's joel i was like what yeah. dude i was like so then so she uh when you started talking about Jesus, like when you first came, you hadn't mentioned it yet. Yeah. Right. It's like the spirit was playing it out. Right. It was playing the field. That's what we do. Like we let your spirit kind of like mm -hmm. guide and dictate mm -hmm. and discern while you're talking to people. You can feel it. Like you said, you, you just sense something. For sure. And so I was just like, man, I was like, so I was just quiet about it. I wouldn't say nothing because we're not supposed to make, you know, assumptions or whatever. And I have other friends that I'm still waiting on, you know, them and I, I discern them and their yeah. spirit and I could just see it immediately. Yeah. With you it felt different. And so I'm like on guard. I'm like not on guard, but like it's 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 curious. Yeah, you just you're just letting I'm letting it flow. Yeah, yeah. 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 You don't want to be the one to ask. No, and I was yeah. just curious and I was just like I was like, huh, I wonder. And then you brought up Jesus and I was like, you're like, yeah, you know, I like the past year and a half I've been, you know, nah, just really? trying to get closer mm -hmm. to God, closer to Jesus and like do that walk. And, and, I, knew, and I knew you were just listening. Yeah. Listening, because I remember walking away. Yeah. And it was just in your mind. Like, yeah. You're just yeah, playing it. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. When I came back, I think that's the first thing you asked me. You're like, so tell me more about it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Following <laughs> Jesus. I was like, man. Yeah, I love this. Okay, cool. He he's with yeah. it. Like yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, tell me how you came to Jesus. That's what I said. How yeah. you came to Christ. Yeah, and uh, your story. And I, when you when you walked off, I told my mom. I said, Mom, I was like, you know how crazy it is to hear that come out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. I was like, him and I. I was like, Silas and him used to kick it and do like like you said, X game crazy stuff, bro. Stuff, yeah. And and I was like, man, uh, I'm curious. And then it's so funny too because when I asked you, I said, "Hey, can you tell me about your uh, how you came to Christ?" Yeah. Somebody called you over, 
because uh, you, you, you were working that okay. day, you're serving. And somebody called you over, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Devil ain't going to get into this one. Nah. I want to hear about it. Like, because, you know, it kept it, keep, it kept getting interrupted, yeah. but you're working naturally, mm-hmm. right? But, sure. like, most people would be like, well, he's working, of course. But we understand that. No, something's, yeah, trying, even, to, something's it, trying to come in the middle of us having mm-hmm. this conversation. Even thinking about, like, if you're looking back at it right now, like, the testimony and telling you everything, all that stuff. Like, it seemed like we were there, just me and you and your moms for like a solid minute without being interrupted. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even though I had tables and then like restaurants running, it felt yeah. like time stopped Stop. for a second. Yeah. Because I was just like, dang, we were actually like in the conversation, not interrupted once it started. And that was pretty dope. Um, yeah. I think, what's it called? There's a lot of, I mean, just a little bunch of testimonies that, uh, that you run into. It's just allowing God working, working in your life and allowing Holy Spirit to guide you to where you need to be. Cause like I, I remember growing up, I was Catholic, you know, and it's it's kind of hard. And that's why that's why I'm trying to show my kid. My, I got a little one; he's a year and a half, and I got one on the way. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to not. I'm not. Try, I'm. You know, you always want better for your kids or whatever, but. The serious note is like showing your kid that it's not like a checklist to we have to go to church on Sunday, like because the whole time I was going to church on Sunday as a kid, uh, I know a lot of people can speak about this. Is like I didn't even know where we were going to. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what it, what it was. I knew I I knew that God was in this presence in this in this building mm-hmm. at that time, and that's how, that's all I knew. It was like when I walk in here, I know I can't cuss. I know I. I gotta be on my best behavior because there's there's a big Jesus like on the on the cross right there and I'm just like freaking like scared. Yeah. I'm just like I don't even know and it was Catholic so it's like just a bunch of hymns almost you know Mexican. I've I don't never, know if you, yeah I've never been. Oh okay so it's just, I don't know. it's just it's just like a bunch of like stand up and then okay sit down, pastor speaking. In Spanish, and I'm just like, okay, it's like one ear out the other, and then okay, get on your knees, okay, let me go eat some bread, and, and it was just that. I like even my brothers spoke about this. He's like, all I knew was like after church we finna go eat at Golden Corral or Ryan's, and that's all I knew. That's all I knew, you know. What I mean? And I wasn't being taught what God was or the love of God or even going through communion, all this stuff. You know, what I mean, it's just. It's stuck on religion in a lot of a lot of places, and a lot of people don't want to give God a chance because it's they make it seem like I don't want to listen to nobody, I don't want to follow the rules, you know, I don't want to do that, I don't want to have to do this X, Y, and Z, you know, I don't I don't want to do the checklist that I can't do this, and I can't do that, I can't do, and there's a bunch of that stuff, but it's like you're making God seem like a, a evil judge, and that's not who He is, you know, come to realize. You know, it's not a religion, but a relationship with Jesus, with God, and you're able to find the the characteristics of who He is and this and this. Yeah. So it's it's pretty dope to. You know, so that's what I want to I want to emphasize and teach my kid is who Jesus is and who God says we are and who we are in God's eyes and and I think that that would like cultivate a lot of generations by teaching people that teaching your kids that you know uh so that's like one of my goals that i that i'm having with this little with this little one 
and even like friends around me is like teaching them that like God lo loves you and he's n he's never left you you know it says it in the Bible but yeah. it's not we don't have to follow laws that's why Jesus came over here to die for us you know what I mean we don't have to do all this X Y and Z right we just need to believe in this guy right. and and of course part our ways from our flesh into our spirit which is right. which is that's the tough part too yeah People don't want to hear that, but it, it, it takes time. And we're, like you said, we, we are, none, no one's perfect. We're always going to fall short. Right. It's us being more like Jesus, not us being Jesus, because right. it's nearly impossible. Yeah, well, it's already impossible. We yeah. ruined that. By yeah, we ruined that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're so born into sin. Born into it. Yeah. And nothing you can do to get you to be like him. Yeah. And, and that's just what's great about it. I agree, dude. Yeah, I love how you say it. Like, it's not about religion, it's about a relationship with God. And mm -hmm. He's not mad at you. He loves you. And mm -hmm. the devil's done his work. Yeah. He's done his job on getting these little narratives in everybody's head For sure. to keep them away from it. And as long as he mm -hmm. can as long as he can make you stay away from God, the better for him. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to. He doesn't want you to be happy off drugs like we are. Bro, I used to be like for a couple of years I was an addict on this yeah. stuff. Like I was hooked to it. Wow. And like, you know, I just I couldn't live without it. Mm -hmm. And now I can't live without Jesus. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. live without him. I need him every day, all the time. Yeah. Like we run to him for problems. Like you said the other night, you woke like you you were having um you said you were having problems and you 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 were you were being tested, you said, and you were like, Man, I went and I prayed to God, I prayed to Jesus, and it was just like, Well, why are you doing that? Like this voice yeah. came and you were like this voice came in my head, so well, why are you doing that? No, it's okay, come to me and I'll give you what you need. Yeah. And you yeah, were like, yeah. Nah, yeah, I forgot. What, uh, yeah, I, I remember what's happening. recently I told you about that because mm -hmm. it was just like uh, that, that, yeah, that, that <clears throat> the enemy was in my head saying like, but what was it? It was about Man. something. It was about, it was a temptation that it was on you. Yeah, uh, it'll come to me. But I definitely yeah. remember saying that, like having that. Yeah. But it was like, it, I definitely like overpowered it, overtook it. And that's probably why I'm not remembering it. Because yeah. obviously it was just a thought. But I mean, we all have thoughts. And they come to our minds. Mm -hmm. It's replacing those thoughts immediately and not believing those into Like those are all lies. Mm -hmm. Those are lies that people think, people are looking at me because I, I look dumb or, or blah, blah, blah. People are judging me and all this stuff. That's a lie. Yeah. You know, that's a lie. They might do that, but that's a, that's a lie that you're that you partner with and that's what why a lot of things happen like that and people become real depressed or low or self or insecure because those thoughts are they start getting more powerful and more powerful like you're ugly or they think they're looking at you because you or look you're funny poor, or you're poor or this. you're broke or you uh you you're gonna be just like how your family is or you're All not meant stuff. to be great or anything but and they'll it's like, believe that they will believe it and they'll believe it and they'll yeah. believe it so much that it becomes uh, their reality or like you're always going to be angry you're mm -hmm. always upset that's mm -hmm. how your dad was that's how you are you'll never run from it you yes. can't get away from it yeah. it's like no bro you can break those chains for like, sure it's not Easily. real Easily. it's just your thought process yeah and it's not having god if you don't have god in your life that's a big one mm -hmm. so um one thing you said too whenever i first saw you again when you gave me your testimony the first thing you said was that you said, whenever I accepted Jesus Christ, and you're like, well, you stopped and you're like, well, God's been with me my entire life. Mm -hmm. I just never realized it. And I thought that was so beautiful because I was just like, that's so true. And you just said it again right now. Yeah. 
And a lot of people don't realize that they think that God's not with them, but God's been leading you and protecting you your entire life, whether you accept Jesus Christ today, tomorrow, later on, or you already have. Anytime before you accepted him, he has been with you 100%. all the way through. He loves everybody, not he's, just the um, people who are saved. He loves He's waiting everyone. for you to acknowledge it. Right. Because like, one of my, uh, my actual uh, youth pastor that I partner with, he made it like so beautiful. He's saying that, you know, you know, God's always with us and he's always, he never, it says in the Bible, he won't forsake us. So he's always with us, even when we're doing bad. Mm -hmm. But we as people have our backs turned to him. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you, and we feel like, okay, here's the, here's, here's God and here we are. And there's this big separation between both of us because I'm doing all this stuff and I'm getting further and further away. And, and that's not the case because he's with us the whole time. As soon as we turn around to accept him, we're face to face with him, bro. He's been on our back the whole time. We feel separated because we have our eyes focused away from him. And we feel like all this other stuff is more important. But as soon as you turn around, bro, you face to face with Jesus and saying, hey, I'm here for you. He's like, I've never left you. I'm just waiting for you to want me to be in your life. You know, so I can't. I can't overtake you. That's why we all have free will, you know? Yeah. And so I was just like, dang, that's so powerful because it is true. Because yeah. it's the minute that you turn your life to Jesus, Yeah. all these doors start opening and all these other doors start closing. If y'all, we were so separated from Jesus and God, you know, when we give, when we do our salvation, it should be, a two two week two month how long how long we felt separated should be that's how long until jesus comes back right mm -hmm. but that's not the case it happens almost immediately mm -hmm. all these things happen all this love all these feelings you know the the, the breakthroughs because he's always been with us he's just waiting for us to acknowledge him and accept him yeah he's already accepted us from the beginning yeah it's our job to accept him yeah, so it's uh, pretty dope. And that's the thing, like you said, it's the hard part. And it was a hard part for me was it's even to this day, like it's hard, you know, it's letting go of what letting go of control for me right now. It's giving it fully to him. It's um, turning off the TV, starting to get into his word. What does he say and truly say? So I know what he says about me. So my life can be more prosperous. Yeah. So I can actually go help people and stop being selfish and just living for me because I'm not mm -hmm. here to live for me. I'm here to live for other people. Yeah. And to help other people. And um, and he's uh, yeah, it's he is with you your whole entire life. And it's a beautiful thing whenever you come to it because yeah. you feel so loved. And it's like, really me? Like, yeah. Like, how have you been here this entire and he has, you know, mm -hmm. how have you been here this entire time? And uh that's a beautiful thing. I want to hop into your your testimony, man. I want to, for the people to for hear. Sure. Um, so, <laughs> like I said, just to recap on it, um, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings that night, seen you, and I asked you, like, how'd you come to Christ? Yeah, and, and I told you my story Yeah. on that. Um, what's it called? Which is pretty pretty intense because like so we're yeah. in Buffalo. That's why I want to say I, I recap it because we're in Buffalo Wild Wings. We're not at a church. Yeah, we're not at a, nowhere. 100%. We're we're at a Buffalo Wild Wings. You're working. We come in to eat random. Didn't even think that you were working that night. I ain't, I'm not coming to see you. 
we sit down. You're our server out of all things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like we sat in another section. You're like, yeah. hey, come over here. It was like, no, we sat there. You were our server. Yeah. And then, you know, we get to we Yeah, get to yeah, talking. that was crazy because you, you did sit there. And I saw you and I was just like, oh, bet. I was like, that, there's said again. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was coincidence. I was in my section. And but. we're talking about Christ and... <laughs> And then, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Kind of don't matter. I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter where you are. You know, hundred so. percent. And that's like something that I've been working on is, is bringing Jesus to everywhere I'm going. Cause I, I worked at Buffalo Wings for going on four or five years. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was always like, I can't. I, I, there's 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 so much going in the service like server life mm -hmm. from drugs to relationships to this to that to that. It's hard. Ain't no one want to hear about Jesus. No, they don't. But the thing is, though, is that it's not. I I personally feel like it's not them. Them as a person, we're chi we're all children of God. Yeah. Right. We all just have to get our way back to Him. Yeah. We're all making our way back to Him. That's the thing. But I think the thing is, it's what's inside them, like what was inside us. Yeah. That is trapping you and keeping yeah. you from wanting to hear yeah, it. The lies. It's not it. you. Mm -hmm. And then you said earlier that you were praying for people, and some people may say no, or you worry about them saying no. But how do you not know that that you're planting that seed and breaking those walls down just by 100%. even throwing it 100%. out? There? It doesn't. You don't lose nothing. One hundred percent. That's on your heart. 100%. You're not doing it to be rude. That's so good. But you never know. That is so right? good. Yeah. Because so, one day they're gonna be like, fast forward two, three years, and they're like, I give up on this. It all started. And they're because like, this man. One. They're like, man. The only person they could think of is said. Yeah. I remember what said told me. Yeah, like or this random stranger random. came up to me uh -huh. and said that he felt, I don't know what he felt then, but I know what he felt now, and that's what started it, because yes. it opens up, it shines light on yeah. those demons that are inside people, For sure. and it breaks that away, and gives it a slight chance mm -hmm. of opportunity, and that's what you do, mm -hmm. or what, you know, that's what yeah, we do. Yeah, it's just like uh, like the the parable that he's talking about, the the sowing of the, mm -hmm. of, of the seeds and reaping, seeds, and yeah. yeah, so it's just like... You don't know if you're actually the planter or you're actually just there to water it or you're there to to reap it, all that stuff. You don't you don't know who you are until you until you try it. Until you try it, yeah. Because you know, sometimes I did a conversation where I'm like, can I pray for you? And it just be someone already had planted that. And I'm like, you believe in Jesus? And they're like, yeah, I do. That's right. Can I, can I maybe tell you a little bit more? And they're like, they're like full in. Like, yeah, come on with it. And I hit them with the, yeah. with the knowledge and they're just like, Dang, dude, heck yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they accept that yeah. the whole time. And so now I've watered it, yeah. and now they're moving up, and someone else is going to come, you know, and feed it or whatever or reap it, however. However, yeah. however you do, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful, yeah. But go back to my testimony of how uh, I came up to Jesus, which was, like, pretty, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, things that ever happened to me, but. It was like at my lowest moment that I've ever been to, you know, which is just like I remember working by City Wings. Um, I was just on a bunch of like I was really on 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 ecstasy bars pills and yeah, they were like definitely taking over my life, and I was just like, and I didn't really accept it. I I, I was just like, I can control this. I can I can get. It. It ain't bothering me, ain't hurting nobody. But low key it was, you know, I was little by little doing things that I shouldn't have been doing. And yeah, I remember the, like the last year, uh, what year was that? That was um, 2017, I think, 16. No, I think it was 17. I think it was 2017. 
Um, yeah, I was like taking like a bar or two or maybe three or four every day for the longest. And like, finally remember, it was like every day I had to take one just because it was just, I just was on that. I was on X game modes for weird reasons. And uh, just kept going, kept going. And I remember GM went out of town and then had like a dispute with somebody in there. And next thing you know, I got like a bunch of write ups. I was staying at a one bedroom apartment. Uh, and I'm, GM came back. She's like, why you got all these write ups? I was like, I don't know. What, was it? what are you talking about? Because I, I, I didn't even sign any of these write ups. I don't know why she even wrote me up. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, this led to this, and it led to them checking this, and they're like, pretty much losing my job. That they had to, they had to fire me due to like some other stuff that I that I was actually doing mm-hmm. that weren't supposed to be doing. So I get fired, and I'm like, dang. Go back home. Um, I'm at an apartment. I don't got a job. I'm on drugs. I didn't know the next step. Rent was due, probably like two weeks. So it was like the middle of the month. So, and I have like not even half of my rent. So I'm just like, dude, I just didn't see myself finding a job, getting paid and paying the rent. I didn't, I saw the easy way out, which is, which that's the drugs was making my, my, like my mental game like that. It was easy to quit. It was easy to quit things that I shouldn't have quit. Mm. It was easy to just say like the, take the easy ride out. You know what I mean? And cause everything was so quick and easy, fast money, fast this, fast life. Mm-hmm. So everything gets so fast to just jump on. Like, I'll just leave, whatever. I'll just pack myself up and dip. I'll find some. I'll find some place to go. I'll find a homeboy's place to go. And um, now that I look at it, like, like God, God uses whatever the enemy wants to do, like for evil. And he just like it says in the song, he just turns it to good. That's what he does. So yeah, because he's. He's already 10 steps ahead of the devil and all these enemies. He's done it from the beginning since he took the kingdom back, you know, mm-hmm. from everything, from, like, beginning of time. So, I mean, I thought I, at the time it was, like, my worst, but it was actually just converted me over to become, like, the best of my life. So, got my stuff, packed all my stuff in my, in my forerunner, and I was just like, man, whatever, I'm just going to dip out of this lease and I – Drove, I drove to Tech City Dyke. I'll stay out here, get away from everybody. I'll stay out here for whatever time until I figure out a game plan. And I, I didn't even know a game plan. This was the crazy part. Is I didn't even, t- thinking now, like, what was I even doing? Like, what, <laughs> where, what, how, what could have went good? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what, what in my, in my drug-minded game plan was, like, I'm like, what's going to happen at Tech City? Like, is a fish going to? bless me or I didn't I didn't know you know I was like what am I what's gonna happen yeah like why did I even come over here so I went over there I had like maybe that part of the re- portion of the rent that I had in my uh pocket it was probably maybe four or five hundred bucks or something like that all right so you have four or five hundred dollars in your pocket four or five hundred bucks and I'm at Tech City Dyke and I was like, all right bet park my car and um What's called so for people that don't know, Texas City Dex is like a long, uh, what is it like six mile road, where people go fish on the left and the right of it. You can go park, and it, I just knew it was like free parking because it was like they only charge in the weekend, which is like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know I can go in there for free and, and literally live out here for free, and figure out what I gotta do. 
So I did. I got in my car and I was just sit, sitting there. Um, I have all my stuff in the back of my car, uh, like a dresser, all my clothes, shoes, this and that, toothpaste, like the necessities to live out of out in the wilderness pretty much. And I just had it on, on me. Um, so I went to the corner store, bought like a couple gallons of water. Um, and like two, I think I bought like two loaves of bread, a bunch of cheese, a bunch of ham. And I was like, bet. I'll just live off of sandwiches until I figure out what's going on. I'll, I'll maybe be applying jobs out here. And that was it. And um, I think I was there for a solid month and a half. Probably like a month. And, I, you know, I had money. I had, you know, 400 bucks. So that's like when you're living out of a car with no bills, I mean, that's pretty good. You know, you, I could keep my car on during whatever time and and. Maybe I could drive out and drive to McDonald's, maybe get a cheeseburger here and there. But then that money starts getting lower and lower and lower. And next thing you know, it's like, okay, I only got 200 bucks left, like $100 left. And then I only got 50 bucks left. I'm like, okay, and I still haven't had, had a game plan. I didn't have nothing. I didn't fly nowhere. I'm like, crap. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> and then I'm like, then I don't have anything. I was like, okay, now I'm broke. So I didn't know what to do. Um, so I contact, uh, somebody contacted me, which was like one of my like childhood friends. And, um, they told me what, what everything, if I was good and this and this, and we had like spoken recently, like before all this happened, they're like, where'd you go? This and this and this. I was like, um, yeah, I'm out here in Tech City. I just kind of like told them and they came and they dropped off. Uh, I think they gave me like. 50 bucks or yeah I'm pretty sure it was like 50 bucks dropped off 50 cash and I'm like bet appreciate you they went on their business and I was like don't worry about me I'm Gucci I, you know pride was all there so I was just like just <laughs> give, just, just dip right I know yeah, it like, dude you, you ain't gonna I save know me. it I, dude yeah cause you ain't gonna save me I'm not about to I'm not about to like go with you or whatever yeah. so just of letting other people do for you yeah just appreciate what you're giving me and that's it I don't, we don't need anything else I got it from here yeah so mm -hmm. they yeah. dipped out yeah 50 bucks, paid, got another loaf of bread, got another cheese, read up on my cheese and my bread and my <laughs> ham, bro. I'm chilling there. And I'm like, okay. Now, like, reality's sitting in. And then, to make matters worse, from driving here and there, I guess I ran over a nail or something. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Tires going low. I'm like, I get out one day and I see my tires low. I'm like, what the heck? And I see a nail, I'm like, no way. So sure enough, the nail's in there. I see it stuck in there. So I get a rock. I'm like, freaking what a, uh, cast away at this point. Like, <laughs> for real, I'm like, nomad, right? I'm all here. Yeah, I'm all here. Dirty, <laughs> beers growing. So I just smash. I, yeah, right, I got a volleyball, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't get to that point. Wilson. but Smash the nail. I'm like, I'm just going to smash it in there, hopefully. Because it wasn't low, low, but it was getting low. I seen it. Yeah. So I smashed the nail further in. I'm like, hopefully, it's like I can wedge it. Yeah, you can plug in it in. Yeah. So I, sure enough, boom, I wedged it. Mm -hmm. uh, next morning, I wake up and it's in the same, same state. It was just, just low. So I'm like, bet it worked. Dude, crazy. It's like weekend comes, Mexican dudes come around, and I tell him, hey, bro, you have like a, a like an air pump or air compressor. He's like, yeah, coincidentally, I do. I was like, bet, bro, let me air my tire up. So here, here's my tire up. I'm like, whatever, so I 
it, and it holds air. So I'm like, back. I'm back on. I'm back on business. And that's when, like, like I said, reality was set. And I got back in my car, and one night I was chilling in there, and that's when I guess like Jesus started really working in in my in my heart. It was just like, okay, you have your phone, you know, I, and I, you know the the blessing that I had was I had a charger and my forerunner has an actual outlet plug. So I don't have to have a plug. I can just straight plug up. If I really wanted to, I could have had a toaster and all this stuff really working in there. Cause I have an actual like, outlet. A, outlet in yeah, there. Yeah. So I, you know, I was able to keep my phone on charge. Mm -hmm. So I was able to like just scroll whatever. And one day it was like, yeah, stop scrolling. You gotta, you gotta do something like something that's happened. And I, remember looking back and thinking like what I have and sure enough I remember having the Bible and I was like okay and like I said I, I, I was I never lost belief in God I just was not pursuing him or I wasn't asking him for no help I wasn't I didn't know I didn't know much I didn't, at that time I didn't know we can we had the ability to pray for something I, I, I didn't understand what it meant due to Catholicism upbringing yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I didn't right. know what that meant. I didn't know that you know, we had that authority to to ask directly. Yeah, to ask God like, I need help, like help me, mm -hmm. kind of thing. You know what I mean? But God was working in me, and I and was like, you know, grab grab the Bible and maybe open it up and read something. So I was like, okay, cool. Let me see what what's this about. Open it up, and I'm you know reading, trying to read passages or something. Nothing's really clicking. In. But just the action of me doing that, I know that's when God was like, okay, bet. You're, you're finally understanding you you need to come this way, right? So I'm just like, okay. Um, and then the next morning, I'm again opening this Bible and I'm trying to read. The next morning, I'm open, and I'm like little by little not really using my phone. And so I was like, okay. So at this point, I was like just trying to read the Bible, trying to see something. And then one morning, uh, and it was crazy because like my back window was like oh like cracked or like broken because mm -hmm. I locked my keys in there one time so I had to break it in there. <laughs> yeah, and I like <laughs> I broke the most most expensive uh, window, which was the small little triangle window. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's gonna be like a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, what? I mean, I broke the smallest window because I thought it'd be the cheapest window. And they're like, no, that's actually because it's like a it's not a full window. You right. gotta Get Small like, parts yeah, are always custom, most expensive. Yeah, it's like a yeah. custom little triangle. So yeah. no, should have broke your big one. Yeah, like a windshield would have been like a seventy something dollars repair or something <laughs> like that, right? So I'm like, dang. Uh, yeah, so I break the small window. So I'm like, awesome. okay. So I remember chilling and sitting down, and uh, uh, early, early in the morning, this was like right, like crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. I had like I have a little cross a little cross that's hanging up on my uh, vanity on your dashboard my, no my uh, re uh rear view oh, okay it's just sitting there it hangs uh -huh. but i remember waking up and it's like moving like like pretty pretty intense right and i like look at him like, what the heck i'm i'm pretty sure because it's a gust of this wind but it just caught my attention and i was like and then this the crazy part is that while it's moving and i it gets my attention it gets the attention of some dude that's throwing the cast net he's throwing the cast net out uh -huh. 
And that's when Jesus like really started speaking to me. And I was just like, because I remember like clear as day in, in my head, it was just like, okay, you got to go talk to this guy, all right? And I was just like, like there's no way I got I'm not, why do I got to go talk to this random dude, right? So it's just like, okay. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm not about to go talk to this guy. And I'm like, now I feel like I'm losing it because I'm arguing with myself at the time. What I you know. feel like, you yeah. think that at the time. It was me just thinking, yourself. but I was like, I don't, why am I thinking like this, right? Yeah. But it's really the Holy Spirit started trying to work in me. Because um, I, because I, that, like, okay, so rewind, I'm reading these Bible, and one day I remember just saying, like, and it's like, I spoke into existence. I actually like proclaimed with my mouth, and I was like, "Okay, I give up, Jesus." <laughs> and I was reading. I was like, "I give up, Jesus. Like, I need you to come in and help. Like, I I need it because I don't know what to do. I I don't want to go to my parents. I don't want to do this. I I know what my next step is. So I need. I was just like, "Okay, Jesus, I need you to help me with my next steps." That's so that was it. And I was like, l- l- like a movie. I was looking up like what's going to happen? Like, is, am I about to get like, like a, a green light shining that like, you know, like towards the city or something. Like I didn't know, but I was like, okay. But I just knew that I, I was asking for it. So I was like, okay, I need your help. Jesus, like do something. And so then fast forward, now fast forward to what we were talking about, which is probably like a week, a couple of days, you know, the, the cross swinging back and forth. In the rear view, and then the guy throwing the cast in it. It's like six something in the morning, and I, I fish. I'm a fisherman. I fish all my life. And I remember looking, and I was like, and something was telling me, go speak to this guy, go talk to this guy. I was like, nah, I'm not gonna go talk to him. So I opened the Bible, and I look in the Bible, and it's like in my head again, like close the Bible and go talk to this dude. And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, right? And I was just uh, like, I'm like, no. Well, I'm not about to go talk to this guy. So I closed my Bible, like, kind of like, I feel like I'm mad now. Mm-hmm. Like, put it down, like, I'm not going to talk to this dude, right? And then, sure enough, throwing the cast net. And I'm, like I said, I fished all my life growing up, so I water fresh water. And I was like, okay, well, I have something in common to talk to this dude about. You know, so I was like, maybe I could just go talk fishing to this dude. So I walked out there, get, stretch, get my stretch on. I walk up to him. I'm like, what's up, bro? I was like, you catching the morning bait for some uh, redfish? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, actually, I actually uh, sell bait to all the local shops around here. So it's one of my spots that I throw for mullet and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, bet. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you fish? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I fish. And I was like, those mullets are perfect to catch. And so we're speaking at this time, sunrise is coming up. It's probably like 6.45, 6.50, like right at 7. Sunrise is coming up. And he's looking at me. And sure enough, he's like, yeah, uh, you going to be fi- uh, doing any fishing? And I was just like, okay. What did I get myself into? Right? I'm like, because now, like, conversation is about to stop because I'm not here to fish. I'm here because I'm homeless at this point. <laughs> I don't know why even like I'm like like regretting. I'm like, what did I even come over here? And, and you're talk? out here because a little voice you think at the time in your head yeah. is telling you yeah. to go so, talk to this guy. So then he asked me, he's like, you out here fishing? And my my first thought was like, just lie to this guy, dude. Like, just mm-hmm. tell him 
yeah, I'm here fishing. Cause, but then in my head, I was like, what if he hands you a mullet? What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, you don't even have fishing rod at this at, at this time. So, so I was just like, no, no, no. I just, I'm just out here. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Don't cast me. And I was like, in my head, I'm thinking like, you're dumb, dude. Like, go back into your car, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you, what, what, what do you expect this conversation to, <laughs> to do? Go. Yeah. And sure enough, he's just like he kind of like looks at me, like looks over there at my car at this time. Like, sun's already popping up, so it's like you know, if you've ever been out there, it's like super dark. And and when you're fishing anywhere in in the beach side or anything, when it's no sun out there, it's dark. When that sun comes up, everything's starting to get like glowy. Everything's kind of like in a mist now. You can start seeing stuff, mm -hmm. real you know, bright. And sure enough, like he's it's like cars behind me and I have no um I have no um tent in my window so he could see all up in there. You can see I'm I'm holding a bunch of stuff, all my stuff. Yeah. And he looks at me, he like looks to the, he like looks over my shoulder and I'm just like I was like don't don't look back there, bro. Like don't look at my car. And he's like, Oh, uh why you got all your stuff in your car? And I'm like, dang okay so now i know something's happening because this guy why are you asking me this right so i ended up telling him like and sure enough this voice comes back he's like tell him tell him you're asking for now it's like literally jesus telling him telling me like you're asking me for my help like here it is I, I tell him what's real what's what's going down yeah and let's see if this guy's gonna help you kind of thing and i'm just like all right boom so i kind of like you know starting to get a, a little bit of motion going in i'm just like all right i, gotta, I guess i gotta tell him so i ended up you know telling him like you know honestly like i've been going through it a little bit you know and i'm actually homeless i you know made some mistakes and this and this i just came out here uh that's my option and he's like dang he's like uh you're young he's like how old are you i was like uh, I think at the time I was 22. Yeah, I was, I'm pretty sure I was 22. And I was like 22. I was like, yeah, I just made some mistakes, and uh, now I'm kind of just dealing with the consequences. And he's like, oh man, and he like reaches back in his wallet, pulls his wallet out, and he has like a stack of bills in there. And I'm just like, whoa, okay, cool, hundred dollars, two hundred bucks, because they're they're all blue bills. They're all hundreds, hundred dollars. That I'm Gucci, I'll put it in, put it in the tank, go back home, do something, whatever. And he pulls it out. And he's like, and he takes out three hundred bucks. He's like three hundred dollars. He's like three hundred dollars good enough to get you out, like get you started. And I'm like, what? So I'm like emotional. I'm like, bro, thank you. Like three hundred dollars is like way plenty. And sure enough, he like he has it in his hand. And he like. Gets two hundred more bucks out. He's like five hundred bucks. He's like five hundred bucks. He's like I don't, I don't see you again. I won't, I don't want to see you again. Here, I was like, bro, five hundred bucks is like, I, I, like I can't even receive this, right? And he's just like, yeah. But it was just like a quick conversation. I was just like, bro, thank you so much for this. Like, yeah, you're not gonna see me again. Like, I'm out. And I knew that he like. Cause he, I think he, I'm pretty. Sure he ended up saying like, he's like, yeah, I've been there before. I, I, you know, I, I've been helped out when I needed help. 
So he just told me, he's like, just help out when you feel like someone needs help. So I was like, dude, okay. Get in my car, grab my Bible, kiss my Bible. I'm just like, okay, if this is you, Jesus, like, I just want to tell you thank you. Like, what? So I was like, okay, bet. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm Gucci. I got $500 in my name now. Like, And the crazy part is, if you go back to what we said, like, I started with this 500 bucks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, you can see me clicking in my head right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the, the part of rent that I had to just survive was, like, four or 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's how much I had. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a month and a half and going through this, like, trial with Jesus. And then this guy blessed me with 500 bucks. Like, if I felt like a restart. A redo. Yeah. A restart. Yeah, like, a restart. here you go, bro. Like, here's your 500 bucks. Yeah. You're back to the same position that you are. What are you you're at a flat tire. You got it fixed. <laughs> now you're ready to go back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like nothing really ever, like, occurred. It was, so it's crazy even talking about it right now. I was like, what the heck? So I got 500 bucks. I'm like, wow. Drive back. I'm just like thanking God, and that's when like, like it says in the Bible, like when He gives you, He gives you an abundance of of it. Like He gives you more than you can imagine. He opens like a thousand doors instead of that one door you wanted. Like because you're actually accepting it, you're putting all that to the side. You're putting everything down, saying, "Okay, Jesus, you like you are the authority. I'm here to serve you. I'm here for whatever you want me to do." And he takes that. He takes that as, as being a obedient, good server, you know, or a servant. Like you're, you're, you're his kid, but you don't have nothing holding you back. Cause God knows everyone's heart. You know, I could been like cool five hundred, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking strip club or drugs. Mm-hmm. And God's like, okay, this guy ain't even. This guy. Back to the yeah, now, he ain't here already. Now I can get four loaves of bread. Yeah, three stacks of cheese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, so like two he, packs of ham. Exactly. I could have been like, yeah, I'm gonna go buy a pack of cigarettes. Or get some, yeah, something, some beer, something, beer, to something. Ease like, off this tension I've been feeling. Exactly. Yeah. And and God, God knows your heart. He, I could be saying okay, bet, but in, the, in my heart, I'm actually saying like, okay, bet. Like I got money. I'm on Gucci. I'm truly do. down on your knees. But I was full, him, like, you exactly. need help. Exactly. And you're ready. You're, what I call it is that you're through drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are in this world are drowning and they want to be saved. But the thing is, you can't go help a, a drowning person because they'll drown you too. So what Christ will kind of do is that he'll like let you drown almost to where you can't fight. They always say, don't go save, really don't save somebody who's like fighting to drown. Like be careful because they will drown you because they're trying to keep up. They're yeah. trying to stay above water. They're trying to tread above water. So they'll push you down. And they'll drown yeah. you because they're trying to stay up, wow. right? Yeah. So, you know, once God's ready for you to stop kicking and stop moving and stop fighting, and some people have a lot of fight in them. Yeah. Pride, All ego. That. All that. They love the whatever it is that they're into, yeah. cheating, yeah. sex, mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. drugs, uh, anger, whatever it, it is, mm-hmm. right? They have a lot of fight in them. And so they ruin everything. They're absolutely. Right. And then they'll kind of give it back a little bit. And then they'll ruin it all again. And until they're finally done fighting, when you're he's out there to reach his hand and for you to grab it, and he pulls you back up. And that's yeah. that's kind of like your month, you know, because he mm-hmm. gave you your 50 bucks from your friends. Yeah, you know, exactly. Here's a re-up. And what'd you do with that? You went and yeah. stuck in the same situation. 
You maybe could have figured it out, but you didn't. Yeah. You weren't looking for it yeah. until you were down, fat, face, face flat. Mm-hmm. And all you could do is look up, and he's there for you. Yeah, yeah so it was amazing. So you got your five hundred bucks. I'm back you, on you, the road. You, your five hundred that you started with. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> a month and a half later, uh-huh. you're homeless. You got your five hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, he says he never wants you to see you again. Which, in that aspect, if you think about that, he said, "I'll never want to he- see you here again." And in that case, if that was Christ, which it probably was, I think it is. I believe in my heart it was. Holy Spirit was working through that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said, you were like, why am I going to the Texas City Dykes? Yeah. Like, in the beginning, like, why am yeah. I here? Yeah, that was probably Christ telling you at that time, I don't ever want to see you here again. Yeah. Like, go. Yeah, you know, for sure. And then, so it, it's crazy because, like, like, it, like <clears throat> that guy blessed me. And all and he wanted in return was for you to bless someone else. Yeah, for sure. Later on. Mm-hmm. And that's and, like, and he don't even know if you're and I, and I could even know if you're doing exactly, that. And I could have went anywhere. Yeah, I could have went anywhere in this yeah. world. I could have went to yeah. downtown Houston. I could have went out of state to somebody's house or friends or some or something. But something led me to Tech City. Yeah, right? straight up. Yeah. So it was like a pretty a surreal moment. So I go back home, and uh, like wow, I. I Park in the parking lot of Jack and Box. You say you go back home, but you mean well, I, as you in mean, go back to Pasadena. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah, want people no, to think that no, you no, went no, back, back home, home no. because I go back to Pasadena. Time, at the time, uh, you said that it's not like you weren't cool with your parents, or that they didn't like they outcasted you or nothing. It was just the pride in you and the shame of guilt of not wanting to go around them. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why you didn't go near your parents. Yeah. To your parents. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. when you say you go back home, okay, Pasadena. So you went to Pasadena. Yeah, I went back to Pasadena. Cause yeah, I, I didn't want to show my face to my parents because cause I just wasn't doing good at the time. And they I just knew. It's like uh the boy that cried wolf, you know what I mean? It's like I I, I lie and I lie and I lie and I lie. When I'm finally ready to tell the truth, they're like, no 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 like you're a liar, bro. Like sorry. I didn't want that rejection, right? Yeah. Which I knew they wouldn't have now like fast forward they wouldn't have it they they wanted me to go back home i just didn't want to because i was just like nah i I just i still had pride yeah so but and i also was like just being like fully into it with with jesus i like i wanted him to guide me if he would wanted if he wanted to guide me back to my parents house he would have guided me back to my parents house but i was just like okay but so i go back Pasadena, I uh, park in the parking lot, Jack in the Box, and um, I'm like under a headlight or like one of the um, parking lot lights. I uh, park under there and rest for the night. Um, Cause I was just like chilling. I was just like, okay, I got, I put like filled up my gas tank, sixty bucks, got some good food. It was just Jack in the Box, spent a little twenty something bucks, so I'm down a hundred. Better than. Cheese and, and meat, yeah, and exactly. Meat. I was like, I can't eat That's this. That's like no a five course meal, right? Yeah, there, so I'm like, bad, Cur- yeah, curly fries from Jack in the Box, yeah. yeah, come on with it. Yeah. Um, so I get that next morning, chilling, and this was around like November time, so Thanksgiving's coming up, and every, like I said, everything just lined up perfect for me. Um, and Thanksgiving comes around, and I'm just like, okay, I'm not about to show it to my parents. I was like, like I'm some kind of rich baller because I got. 400 bucks, but I'm still staying out of my car, right? <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, I'm not about to go to Ross and buy me a, a little button down and show up like nothing happened. So I was just like, yeah. 
buddy knowing, hit knowing yeah. dang well you're hungry that's gonna be some good food mm -hmm. so my buddy uh randomly hits me up and he's like what are you doing for thanksgiving and that's what i was like oh uh, nothing really i got nothing planned he's like come over to my mom's house like like well love to have you here it was pretty much he was just telling me come to my mom's house like i haven't seen you in a while he doesn't even know what, what i was going through wow at all he was just like we cool we homies so he just hits me up and i guess God was working in him too. He was like, I miss Joel. Let me hit him up because we we click like that. Mm -hmm. So sure enough, I go over to his house. Um, Thanksgiving, eating with his mom and his mom's cool, funny too. And sure enough, I'm sitting on the couch and remember, I remember you know saying grace, thanking God for the food, and sure enough, like God was right there again, and he was like in my in my head. He was just like, asked him about an apartment and in my head I'm like arguing like not about to stay on these people's couch like no I know I don't got a spot to stay but I'm not about to stay on this people's couch mm -hmm. and this was like so it wasn't Thanksgiving day it was like a couple of days before I must have been like a Tuesday or Wednesday cause um you know they they he comes from a split family so Thanksgiving sometimes over here and this, so it wasn't on Thanksgiving day it wasn't on a Thursday or Thanksgiving actual day they were doing this on this certain day. So I was like, bet. And that was another blessing because most everything's closed on Thanksgiving or, you know, holiday. Mm -hmm. Offices, everything. Everything. Most of everything on, yeah. on, on, on these holidays. McDonald's, so. <laughs> exactly. B does too, brother. B does be opening on everything. Oh my gosh. And sure enough, I'm like, nah, I'm not about to ask them to stay on these on the, on this lady's couch. Even though I'm cool with them, I was like, heck no. But Holy Spirit's like, no, ask them. Just, just, just tell them. Just tell them what you're going through, bro. Like you're already here. I was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, you were right the first time, so I gotta <laughs> listen to you, I guess. You know something, something. Yeah, right. You know more than me right now, obviously. Yeah. So I tell her, I'm like, man, I'm trying to find an apartment. I was like, cause I have a broken lease, and uh, you know, right now, currently not staying anywhere. And for I thought she was about to be like. Like, mijo, stay, stay, stay on my couch until you, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But she's just like, oh, check out these apartments. Like, this guy, he don't care. He, he's, he's like willing to work with anybody. The, as long apartments, as you can pay. the apartments they stay at. That's it. They say that. Yeah. It's like he's willing to work with anybody as long as you um, can pay rent. Uh -huh. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, he's, he's at a, at the office right now. You can go talk to him. I'm like, okay, bet. In my head, I'm like, I don't even have a job. I don't even have nothing. Like, what am I going to go down there? And sure enough, like, Holy Spirit was just like, yeah, bro. Like, she's giving me a okay. She's telling you for a reason. Like, go down there. Go talk to this dude. So I'm like, okay. What's the worst that can happen, right? Like, yeah. Whatever. Everyone's already on, like, food coma, sitting on the couches. And I'm like, I'm about to pass out on this couch, so I might as well just get up. I get up. I walk out there, go to the office, and I'm like, Hey man, I was like my homeboy's mom stays here, and she was telling me I'm looking for an apartment to stay at. I didn't tell him I had a broken lease, but I was just like, I'm just looking for an apartment to stay at. And she told me you can help me. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, uh, You have an ID, like text ID. I was like, Yeah. He's like, You got like two hundred dollars for a deposit. And I'm like, Yeah. At the time, I had like three hundred or something like that, three something. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got that. I had so I had 200 bucks in my pocket, mm -hmm. and a little bit, a couple more on, on top of that. 
but I had the the two hundred, so I was like, yeah, I got that. And he's like, you can pay uh, rent on time. I'm like, yes. And he's like, let me see. I'm like, okay, here's my ID. He like doing all this paperwork, typing. I'm thinking background check something. Mm-hmm. He's checking me or doing something. And he's like, you had two hundred dollars, and he gets it. Like scanning my ID, getting copies. Mm-hmm. Like, What's this dude doing? And so you know, he's like getting grabs a stack of papers. He's like, blah blah. He's like, here, can you look over this, sign this? And I'm like, looking. I'm like looking at a lease. I'm like, okay. So I like sign my name to him. He like reaches over, grabs these keys, and he's just like, uh, apartment AG is is uh, you want me to show you where it's at? I'm like. What? I just got an apartment like this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the heck? I was like in shell shock. I was like, grab the keys. I'm like, yeah. Uh, nah, you don't need to show me. Like, I, I'll go find it, right? Like, the apartment company. Like, what? So, like, yeah, you can pay me on time every month. Right? I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, you already had all my stuff. So, I was like, I was like, thank you. I walk out. I'm just like, bro, like in such a shock. I'm like, holding on the keys. I'm just like, what? Is what just happened? So I'm like <laughs> walking that way, and I'm like, okay, I should have probably asked this guy to help me find my apartment because I don't know <laughs> what apartment. So eight G, right? It's like a little tag on there it has the eight and the G on there. So I'm like, eight G, eight G. So I look at the building, I see eight building. I'm like, okay, it's right here. So I go upstairs, I see eight G. I'm like, open the apartment up, key works, and I swing the door open. I'm just like. And like immediately, I get like a, a wave of just emotion, like, poof, like crash on my on my heart, on my shoulders, everything, like drop me to the floor. And I was just like crying, sobbing, and thanking God. And I was just like, what the, what just happened, right? Like, yeah. like you tell me where you can go get an apartment like that. Like you tell me in that situation, like right now. Or can you go in there just like you got ID two hundred bucks? Like here you go, bro, bro. Here's an apartment, two bedroom, and you're only one person. Like, no, 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 no job, pay, no pay stuff, no pay stuff, no, no nothing, nothing, no background check, nothing. No nothing. If you can go to those same apartments right now, and they're like on high end now, like you can't do it. It's just, it just worked at that, that moment, time. at that time, bro. I'm like crying. I got a two bedroom apartment. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> So I like run. I yeah, love it, dude. it was so wild. I love it so much. I ran to yeah. the homeboy's part, uh, to his mom's house. I'm like, bro, I got an apartment. Like, what the heck? And she's like, that's good. Not only that, you got the apartment off of uh, the 200. The you got the 200 dollars off of somebody from the Texas City Dyke that was just out there fishing. Yeah, that's what's also crazy. Yeah. About. Like, just a reminder. Like, yeah. it's not like you you were working. You had just 200. Yeah. No, it's like. And this is all in a week span. This a week is the span. next. This is the next few days or the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It's like literally from a friend was, that from a friend that you hadn't even seen very much, and yeah. then he just randomly hits you up to come to Thanksgiving. Because I go to Pasadena, I go to Pasadena, I go to Pasadena from Texas City Dyke. Yeah, and I go straight to Jack in the Box. Yeah, stay the same night there. I wake up the next day, and towards the end of that same day, he texts me. Yeah, hey, come over here Tuesday. So I'm pretty sure it was like a, a Friday or Saturday. So I like stayed the next couple of days right there at Jack in the Box. Tuesday coming around, yeah. I'm like excited, like an interview. I'm like, bet I'm gonna go over there and eat some food with this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little did I know, I'm walking into my next apartment, right? So yeah. I was just like, boom, get the apartment. I'm like, what 
is happening. I have so like a hundred dollars in my name, hundred fifty after this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got hundred fifty bucks. Like I got money for gas and food. I don't got no couch. I don't got no bed. I don't got no nada. Mm-hmm. I don't got no job. <laughs> I'm like, what? So I'm just like, that. You cannot say this is not not Jesus works. You know what I mean? And me just surrendering. That's that's the word I was looking for. Surrendering. Mm-hmm. Surrendering. I like. I had no more options. I, I might have had different options. Like I could have probably went to the homeboys I used to buy drugs from, and they could probably help me out and stay on the couch. But I knew that this was this option would prosper me. It mm-hmm. would it would take me to where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what was crazy. And that's what's crazy too is that you don't have a couch, you don't have anything, no like nothing, and but you do have the thing that's more than any of that. Yeah. You, know, you found your connection yeah. with God, yeah. with, with Christ. Like at that like, time, I felt like I was like, okay, bet. Like it wasn't me by myself in this two bedroom apartment. It was me and Jesus. Like literally. Yeah. It was me and God. Like I knew that He was dwelling in my presence right now because I was allowing Him to dwell in my presence. He's in everyone's presence. It's just the the acknowledgement that you say, okay, bet. It's not just me, you, and it's not just me and said right here in this podcast. It's me, right. said, and Jesus. Yeah. He's sitting here. As we speak, it's yeah. not you just driving by yourself in your car, listening, listening yeah. to music or anything. No, it's you and Jesus is sitting right next to you. Yeah. Like He's there with you yeah. at all times. All times. Yeah. It's just you acknowledging, like, okay, being obedient, saying, "What's what's up, God? What are you telling me? You know what I mean? Should I be listening to this music talking about cheating, exactly. sex, exactly. drugs? Exactly. That's a, that's a whole another episode, yeah, yeah, about about that too. Yeah. But like he's right there for sure. You know, is we this do, what he wants? Me we do activity. Uh, to be doing. I learned the activity recently. And I, I did it with my youth kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like Jesus. Jesus had communion with 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 God for forty days and forty nights, fasting with Him. He was on like X game modes with Jesus for forty days fasting. How does mm-hmm. that happen? Yeah. I can't do that. Like it's forty days of fasting. Some obedience, right? Obedience there. to yeah. the max. Do you imagine how much strength he had, and knowledge, and wisdom he had? Forty From days that. with God, just yeah. sitting there, just dwelling in His presence. Like that's amazing, right? But just like that, like you know, imagine how happy God is. Is like, like fasting and being in the presence of His Son. Not just His Son being in the presence of His Father, but His Father being in the presence of His Son. It's like. We're all God's children, and it's amazing whenever God helps us out, and we have the and we acknowledge His presence, and we're like, "Okay, God, you're here. My hands are up. I surrender." This is, that, that's an amazing feeling for us. But imagine the feeling that God has whenever said drops to his knees and and actually worships God. He's like, "I'm like Father, thank you." Imagine the feeling that He has as a as an ultimate leader, as an ultimate master, as yeah. a, as you know the the king of, of kings, yeah. imagine how he feels like the happiness and the love that he has whenever we do that for him. He's yeah. like, and it might just be one time out of the week. A lot of people do it one time a one time a week, which is Sunday. Yeah, imagine we start doing it twice, three times, four times a week. Yeah, and he's already. I'm I'm a hundred percent sure that God's like, okay, my boy right here. Coming to me three times a week, my boy on, on something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He wants something. He knows he, he needs me. He knows, yeah, exactly. And like, you don't think that he can do it all, or she can do it all himself. And, and so God's himself. like rewards that because he's like, okay, bet. Seth's with me four times a week. Like, I'm about to put, I'm about to give him some tasks. I'm mm-hmm. about to show him what's up. Mm-hmm. Like, ask me, and I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, just like the passage, seek and you and you'll find. You know, mm-hmm. say knock and it'll be opened up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, asking they'll be given. 
when we do those things, like God's there, like it brings them happiness. Yeah. It's like bet Seth's here three times a week, not just Sunday. Yeah. He's here three times a week. Now I'm actually going. We we in communion now. Like I'm with my boy. I'm yeah. with my son. Like yeah. he's at, we're here. We can we can play together. We can do our things. And mm-hmm. so that's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. So, you know that 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 that's something that that was just like I guess Holy Spirit was telling me to tell your audience, but. Straight up, like I mean, it, it's it's so good when we acknowledge His presence. You know, when we acknowledge it, we actually open our ears to listen to. So I was t- telling you the the uh, exercise activation, and it's something cool. I just recently started doing. It's like from the moment of waking up to right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's like how how much communion or how much time did you spend with God? And 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 I'm not saying that to to judge or condemn or anything i'm just saying like it's just a natural thing we go sometimes weeks sometimes we go a full day and we're just like man i didn't even talk to god today right right like, i didn't even sit in for some people i i i would say i used to be like that yeah. for sure I so used to be like that. and and and, sure. and and like i definitely still fall short of doing that for too sure. like you know like I'll, I'll go two days and be like dang i haven't really like i, I ask and i pray but when, when when do I get on Thanksgiving? You know what I mean. When do I just sit there and sit and just say, "What's up?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So the 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 exercise, the activation that we go through is that I tell them is like by telling them that, and I tell them put your hand, your right hand on your heart, and close your eyes, and just ask like, "What is God telling you right now? What is He telling you right now? What is He telling Seth right now? What is He telling Joel right now? What is He telling you? Like, is He telling you that that He loves you? Is He telling you that you need?" to do this mm-hmm. or is he, what is he telling you like have you asked him he's been doing it throughout the whole podcast exactly so so yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna so, lie. yeah nah for sure as i'm listening to you i'm listening to it or i say it i don't him him yeah sorry and uh you know the holy spirit talk but it's a i i, I agree i get i get what you're saying to so take some time you know through your day in the morning or whenever but take some time and, and develop that more and more and more and he loves that because you send the blessing or you send the praises up and blessings come back down to mm-hmm. you and in ways that maybe not that you want but that he wants and that's yep. the right way to have it because it's not what we want and yeah. that's the thing when you have a relationship with god it's not about what you want anymore yeah. it's about what he wants for your life and he's going to give you like you said everything that you absolutely need and in an abundance in the abundance you know, he gave you 300 dollars, and i like i told my mom i was like you know what that 300 dollars was mom that was 100 for the holy spirit 100 for the god and 100 for jesus three the holy trinity he's just 300 bucks then he gave him an extra 200 because he's going to supply you with more and, and i was I like man, that's so beautiful like hey here's three yeah, if i would have ran with 300 you probably could have did it, but you wouldn't have had that apartment. I wouldn't have had that two hundred dollars. Wouldn't have had that apartment. I would have to go ask because you had no idea. It's no. not like you knew. Hey, because I spent a hundred the first, the first. I probably would have been like fifty, thirty dollars short or something. I would probably be like, hey, bro, bro, can I borrow? Can I borrow money? it? And yeah. I'll give it to you back. ASAP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God didn't. <laughs> but God didn't want that from me. Man, he was like, hot, you don't need them, bro, bro. I'm here for you. So it's crazy. It <laughs> is right? crazy. So boom, I get the apartment. I'm sitting on the floor. Yeah. I'm crying. I'm sobbing. That I'm was thinking. A little of, segue we had. Yeah, yeah. but, but so then, you're you're in the floor. You, I'm on the floor. You're and praising I'm just him. Praising which, him. Thanking him. Which, by the way, you're doing it so correct every single time, because a lot of people and will receive blessings. It's I've the, done it, and you immediately you need to give. You want to talk about instant gratification in this life? Instantly gratify our Lord and our God. Yes. When you receive something like that, 
and you are going to receive it. It's up to us to yes. perceive. Like whenever I broke my collarbone, I immediately went to God, thank God, and was crying to God about it because I knew, God, you have my attention. He broke my right collarbone. He sits at the right side of the throne. Yeah. I fell on my right side of the bike. Like, there's a lot of ways that you could just say, oh, well, he just fell. He was going 18 miles an hour. That's just what it is. No, I see it in a different way. I see it that he is trying to get my attention because mm -hmm. he put me in contact with you again. Yeah. And ironically, you're almost, the path of life that we're at is insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the same point, we're on this point with it. It's meant for something. Yeah. I told my grandpa about it that I was going to be meeting with you on Monday. And he was like, do you think that he put you in his life because y'all are supposed to do something together? For sure. And I was like, I don't know, but I'm going to pray on it. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you, it's not you, it's not, it's not coincidental. And you immediately, when you got that $500, you immediately went in your car and you thanked God. And you said you kissed your Bible and you thanked God. And then you said when you got the key, as soon as you opened the door, you just felt this rush. And that rush, I can't. I know what you felt. Like it is a like hot, warm yeah. rush of like, yeah, joy and like you said, emotion. emotion. Like and and it and it's what that is though. People can understand is that that is God's love. Mm -hmm. When they say that, like He'll give you a love that you'll never get from anything else oh, or anyone it's else. Different. It's that right there. It's like different. I felt it, and it's just like hot and mm -hmm. fulfilling, and like it makes you want to cry of like, yeah joy mm -hmm. and uh you broke it down you immediately thank god and that's that's what he wants he he wants you to gratify a lot him of people a lot of people get disconnected right there yes it's like i like there's that's that disconnection of because he wants us he doesn't want us to be us to be like orphan mindset or probably you know just like sitting there like you know quiet and it's like he doesn't want us to be like he wants us to be confident he wants us to be loved he wants us to feel good yes but not to a point where where we're boasting for ourselves. You know right. what I mean? That's where a lot of people get disconnected. Like, I'm good, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. And this and then God's sitting there like, What the heck? Like I thought we were in this together, you yeah. know what I mean? But whenever we are connected, we're like, I get this and then I'm like, Thank you, God and he's like, Yes, sir and then I grab this and I'm like, Thank Here's another you, God. thing for you. I'm here. Here's another place where you And it's go. just like a yeah. straight connection. Like I I do this for you and you do this for me and we're we're here together. Yes. So yeah. that is good. So you're at the you're at the house, you, you you have nothing, you're uh or at the apartment, your apartment now. After being homeless for a mm -hmm. month and a half, after all these crazy things going on and yeah, I got and I got so, a problem, and I'm just like crying. Yeah, and now, now I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, okay, I don't have an apartment, so I, I I cry, I wipe my tears, I go back to my homeboys, I'm telling them, you know, we're we're cheering, and we're like, I got an apartment, I like stay right here, I'm your neighbor now, dope, awesome, cool. I'm your neighbor now. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't even tell me like any couches or because you know people have their own lives and they struggle too, I and mean, everyone's Absolutely. you know everyone's in their own trial, mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just sitting there like that. I was like, I'm gonna go sleep in my in my apartment, and they're like, "Bet, dope." So I go over there, chill. My homeboy goes in, looks at my apartment, and we're looking at this empty floor space and everything. I'm like, "Bet, dude, it's dope, right?" He's like, "Yeah, it's dope." You got an apartment, but probably in his head, he's like, "Where are you gonna sleep, bro?" <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, you talking? I've been sleeping in my car for like the last month and a half, two months." I'm like, yeah. "I don't care where I sleep. I'm in here. I kick the AC on. It's all bills paid. Yeah. I'm Gucci." So I'm like, "Bet," and I in my car. Luckily, I had a blanket, and I had a pillow, so I'm like, fire. So I could sleep on at least with a pillow under my head and a blanket over me. Mm -hmm. Wake up the next morning, I'm like, bet. And sure enough, like, at this point, like, like I, I, the communion with God, I was, it was to a max. 
So he's speaking to me now, and, I, and I'm speaking to him. I probably look crazy because I'm talking to myself, but I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, okay, let's go. I still can't believe what's happening. And sure enough, here comes that voice in my head again, like, get in your car. Let's go look for a job. You need a job. You need to get – I can't pay for your rent. <laughs> it's like as much as – can't keep sending you $500. Like, you got to go do something. Like, you got to get a job. So I was like, bet. So I had several experience getting in my car, drive, going to all these restaurants. Every restaurant I could see, I go in there and I'm asking them, you know, I, I'm looking for a job, this and this and this. And I keep going. So I'm on in Pasadena on Spencer. I drive all the way down, hit Deer Park. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going down Center Street. Like, nope, because cops. Cops, yeah. At the time, you know, registration. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had a warrant for just like re regular Deer Park traffic tickets. Quick. So I was like, okay, so skip. Skip Center Street. Yeah. Now past the San Jack. Really not much restaurants over there. And I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm past Walmart. You already know where I'm at, right? Mm -hmm. So Walmart in Laporte. Laporte yeah. yeah, on uh, Independence Road right. or whatever. Right. Keep driving. I'm like, okay, where am I going? Because I don't want to go to 146 because there's cops really. over there too. Yeah. And I didn't know where. Yeah. So, Even cops are bad. Yeah, so I drive and um, I hit Underwood. And I remember looking to the left, and I see Gringos. And I'm like, bet, I can go to Gringos. Mm -hmm. And so I go to Gringos. I start driving to Gringos, and sure enough, a, a little bit further down, I see a big old sign that says Southern Comfort Kitchen. Never seen it before, big old building. Yeah. So I like, let me go check out Southern Comfort. I never seen it. Maybe I, I felt like I had a better chance than Gringos. Yeah. So I went to Southern Comfort, chilled there, and asked them and they're like uh i was like i'm just looking for a job i'm a server i got experiences and they're like yeah take a seat right here uh, we'll get you an interview I'm like fire so i'm sitting there i'm just like talking to holy spirit i'm just like that like okay like you you two for two i know you about to be three for three i already knew it i already knew it so i'm just thanking <laughs> them already i'm like bro thank you like thank you for getting me to this spot like, i'm about to i'm about to kill this interview i already know it i just want to Thank you beforehand already because I already know what's about to happen. Yeah. 30 minutes pass by and, and no one comes out. I'm like, all right, Holy Spirit, go talk to them. <laughs> Tell them to come out here. I've been waiting for 30 minutes already. <laughs> 45 minutes pass by. I'm like, bro. And I was like, and sure enough, another voice comes in my head, the other voice, the other one on the other shoulder. Like, yeah, just leave, bro. Like, you're, you're wasting your time, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. An hour goes by. I'm like, all right. And that voice is like, what are you going to do? You going gonna to sleep here? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, the enemy is just going in my head. Like, just leave. Just leave already. Yeah. But Holy Spirit's sitting there just like, you already in it? You already in it this deep? You might as well just we'll wait until someone yeah. comes out. Yeah. And sure enough, this dude comes out and he's like, what are you doing? What are you waiting for? Big old white dude. I'm like, wait for your interview. And he's just like, why don't y'all tell me that this guy's, what what what's, what's he waiting here for an interview for? And then he's like, here, come back here and talk to me. So I sit down. He's like, I'm the owner of this restaurant. I'm like, hey, how you doing? He's like, Dwayne and Joel. Well, you get cool. And he's just like, runs me down with the interview. Now I'm having an interview with the owner. Mm -hmm. So I'm like firsthand. Skipped to, everything. Skipped everything. <laughs> Usually it's a. Skipped the first interview. Skipped the G second the interview. GM, all yeah, those other things. Skipped so all that. Straight owner. Floor manager, all this stuff, yeah. Owner's talking to me, this and this and this. He's like. You gonna you gonna you gonna be my rock star? What you gonna you gonna run this? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like, what do they know, bro? You're you're a, you're a good uh, worker. 
So you have a heck of a yeah. work ethic. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. even necessarily. Yeah. Just a work ethic is really strong. So then, sure yeah. enough, he's like, when can you work? I'm like, bro, tomorrow. I'm going to work tomorrow. I had like less than 100 bucks in my name. But I had enough to go buy me some non-slip shoes. Mm. Right? I had mm-hmm. enough to go buy me a long black sleeve T-shirt mm-hmm. that he told me I needed. Mm-hmm. And black uh, or green, or I mean, uh, blue jeans, or it was like slacks. I forgot what the dress code was done. Mm-hmm. But I had just enough to do that, go to Walmart and buy that stuff. And so I was like, he's like, when can you work? I'm like, tomorrow. He's like, you can show up in uniform tomorrow? I'm like, for sure. He doesn't even know my story. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I just tell him, I got this. Yeah. He's like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, bet. Get out. I'm immediately in the car. I'm just like, three for three, homeboy. Like, <laughs> you, you you on it. You for real on this right now. Yeah. I cannot believe this. So I got the money. I go to Walmart, buy my non-slips, buy my long sleeve, buy my uh, slacks or blue jeans. And I'm, I'm in it. And then I go back home. Once again, I'm on the floor. I'm like, like thanking God, I'm like, bro, I got a job, I got an apartment, I got, I got everything. It's yeah. not even a week. Yeah. And sure enough, I go the next day. I start working. This was in 2017, mid, like, end of 2017. Mm-hmm. I like, it was November, so I think it was just beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Get the job, start running. A couple of days in, he's like, all your experience, you can on the floor now. Boom! Three days in, I'm on the floor. I'm already Are you making. Serious? Yeah, I'm like. Usually, or it was probably like bro, two days. They like, usually make you wait like a whole. But I was experienced. I, I know yeah. you are, but like they usually make you wait a whole. They week, definitely do. Because even Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. like it's, I'm glad that I got the job there because it was like mom and pop's place. Mm-hmm. Like homeboy didn't show up for his shit, bro. Like you ready? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was ready for the first day. I was like, come on with it. Boom! Yeah. Start taking tickets. Boom! Cashed out 150 the first day. I'm like, bet. Mm-hmm. Next day I come, boom, hit it, double it up, 200. So I'm back on it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, now I got money. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like way better. Like, yeah. Mind you, like, I, what people don't understand is, like, I was addicted to drugs. I was addicted to smoking weed. Like, this whole time with communion with God, like, zero, zero, zero feeling or or neglect or withdrawal or anything like at the uh, my 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 eyes weren't focused on that no more mm-hmm. so i didn't have none of that i didn't have no let me smoke smoke this smoke that smoke that i'll smoke a cigarettes but no more weed no more bars and i was just like when i realized that i was just like what so like that's that love that god gives you like when you let that go and surrender all that stuff like he'll wipe you clean he'll he'll clean slate that He'll be like, "You don't want that no more. Don't worry about it. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna affect you no more." But some people say, "I want to quit," but in their heart, they're like, "I don't want to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to still drink or I still want to smoke." Mm-hmm. But when you fully surrender and say, "I don't want this no more," because it's it's affecting my my um, relationship with you. Because mm-hmm. as much as I want to talk to you, I want to go smoke a cigarette. Yes. Or as much as I want to talk to you, I want to. Go do this. Your love for God should be more than what the flesh is. Or your love for God should be more than what your want is for other things. So right. now to like and, wrap. And that's what's great. I'm sorry. Go no, go ahead. I was going to say, we can talk about that, but let me just wrap it up yeah. on this whole story. So it's like crazy. This whole yeah. experience that has been happening. Now I'm making money. I'm back on it. I, I can make rent. I can do all this. Yeah. I'm like, okay, bet. And I'm like, okay. Like, last thing I want is. 
uh, girlfriend or anything like that. Mm. And fast forward maybe like a month into working already, paid my first rent already. I'm already Gucci. Um, yeah, I go in and here comes this girl coming in. I'm like, dang, she's a little shoddy right here. She looked good. And I was just like, yeah, I don't need a girlfriend at all. Like, I don't, she's pretty, but I don't need one. And she was like super pretty. She, she was like out of my league kind of thing. And because uh, I was Mexican dude, tatted up, just like white girl, the poor country, country girl. So I was like, yeah, never, that's not me. Like, whatever. And sure enough, I'm like sitting bartending. I'm already up. I moved up to bartender, and I'm like making bread now. And I'm like top trainer now. Like quickly moved into the ranks real quick. They see my they see my ability, and they took it. And sure enough, they bring this like young girl. She was like 18. They're like, and I was like 23, Two. 20. Yeah, I think I. 23, 23. Yeah, I think I was 18. 23. So I was 23 when this happened. I think I was 22, turning 23 when all this happened. Cause yeah, I think I turned. I just turned turned 23 when I had lost my job and everything went downhill. Mm -hmm. So I'm 23 right now. Sure enough, they gave me this 18 year old. I think she's pretty. I think she's cool. And they're like, "Hey, this is Joel. This is Lauren. You're gonna be uh, her trainer." Bet. I'm like, cool, what's up? So I put her on the wraps. And I'm like a guy that takes pride in my job. I I, got, I know how to work. I know how to work. I can teach you how to work. So I, as much as I thought she was pretty and cute and all that stuff, I was like, you need to work. I'm going I'm to show you how to work while you're around me because we ain't here to, to date or, you know, I'm not here to impress you. I'm here to show you how to work because you're going to slow me down kind of thing. I'm on I'm on a God train and, and I'm, you're going to slow me down. So I'm showing her wraps, showing her how to do everything. And she's like, I didn't think she was falling for me, but yeah. Uh, long story short, on that, she's my wife to this day, and we <laughs> got two kids. And we, got, we got one kid, and we got one on the way, so it was like crazy. And so, <laughs> like, yeah, now we're been together for what is that? It was twenty three. I'm twenty eight right now. So what is that? Five years? Six years? Six years? years? Six years. Yeah. So yeah, we've been together for that long. Um. And so, again, God blessed me with all that. Blessed me with with the blessing in the beginning, with the apartment, with the job, with the future wife, kids. And I'm still on that train now. So learning how to cultivate what's around me now and everything. So it's, it's like a whole other season. You're a youth minister now? Youth minister, a youth leader. Um, Serving at church, you tithing own, my money. You have your own business. You have a side business with the with the dirty baits. Dirty baits, fishing lures, mm -hmm. everything. But everything, I I give the glory to God. I don't say I do this by myself now. Like it's we do this together. The word of God or God's word or God's name always comes out your mouth. It's it's been coming out your mouth a lot. Like, and that's what He wants you to do is always go around professing His name and praising and giving praise. Like it should always like thank God. Like how you doing today? Well, God's getting mm -hmm. me through it. Everything going all right? Yep, God's working on me. You know, like He doesn't want you to say, "No, nah, well, you yeah. know, I'm trying." No, or, stop. Exactly. It's it's like, hey, He's working on it because I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I, I'm gonna fail every single time I try. I mean, mm -hmm. I might get lucky, but it's because He's on the back end working on it. You know, I don't see it because I'm not acknowledging it. Yeah. You know, I'm not turning around like you said and facing him and giving him that 
yeah that gratitude your eyes aren't focused on him right They're and that's where you're something that's else. where you're falling and it's so funny that you got your money that you were getting paid now and instead of what you were hooked on you know your stuff your drugs is that now i have this money which back then well i don't know about you but for me i was always i got i found myself at a certain point always dumping money and like when i work i dump money into drugs like i would take it and go dump it and I found myself always being very like broke or low or not having enough. And I would take every last penny and whatnot, scrounging for coins and stuff to go get some Swishers or whatever, or some White Owls or whatever it was. For sure. Just to go get some, just to go get high. And then the next day I was back out again, burned through my money. Cause I knew, well, I'll spend 200 a day cause I'm gonna make two, 300 tomorrow or 150 tomorrow, at least a hundred, you know, and then burn it again. And then it was just the same cycle, repeated, repeated. And now that you have the money at you did at the time, you're not looking to go get a you're not looking to go score. You know what I'm saying? You're looking yeah. to say, all right, now what? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna pay my rent. I've learned my lesson from where I was, and I'm gonna start taking we'll, care of stuff. And we'll get it's back to we'll get we'll get to that whole story again too because I be I was a sheep, right? That's what God did. He, I was a sheep, and he was, I was his sheep, and I was like, okay, bet. But then I wandered again. And I, and I, for real, that was like, so I was saved and I did all that and everything. That was the first time that I actually was like blessed by God and everything. And it was crazy, mm-hmm. but we always fall short. We always go back to our fleshly ways. I had a friend come over and we chilling. I was like, yeah, I'm good now. That's what I said. I'm good. And that was a big mistake. I was like, I'm good now. God <laughs> helped me so bad. I'm good. I'm up. I got money. I got a job. I got everything. I can smoke. So we smoked a blunt, and then it became a blunt, and then it became, I was buying an ounce. I started buying weed again. Now, didn't jump into bars no more. Just buying weed again, I started smoking weed again. And I was like, bet I'm Gucci. Then I started flipping weed, and I was like, and then and so I was like, again, now why, am I, what, why is this person, Joel, with all these blessings doing, why are you going back to your old ways again, bro? Because they tell you whenever you, whenever you, whenever you, break bondage of all these enemies and these uh, spiritual uh, all this you know evil stuff mm-hmm. when you get rid of that like if you're not prepared and you're not fully understanding like dude twice as much as you got rid of is going to come back to you yes you're going to randomly get some weird things coming at you where it's like if you're probably hey bro here's yeah. a, here's an ounce of weed bro you want to smoke it with me for free for free. Yeah. Or like, it's if like your problem, in your head. Yeah. If your it, problem's women, then, you a, know, a random, a, a, random, random, a random neighbor girl is going to be like, hi, hey, you're cute. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, y'all think it it's a coincidence. Not no coincidence. Nah. The, the enemy works through everybody mm-hmm. just as, as God works through everybody. Mm-hmm. The enemy's there. That's why we have free will. We can go this way or we can go that way. Yeah. And that's and what sometimes, I love about our God is that he gives you free will. Yeah. He's not telling or you. We'd be robots in his. Exactly. The world would be perfect. He's letting you decide. We'll wake up, just be like worship, Lord, boom, walk, go. Yeah. I'm going this way. I'm going this way because God's controlling me. No, He didn't want that. He, no, he wanted us to cultivate it. He wanted us to decide for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like God's. So there's a parable to that, and I don't know if it's a. Par- I think he does speak in a parable whenever he talks about that. That uh, whenever someone cleans out their house, and or no, whenever it's a man. When you have seven, there's like seven, I think six or seven demons living in a home. And whenever someone cleans out that house and gets basically gets rid of those, that, that, that vice, they get rid of that, that seven more come back and try to come and, and at, at the person it's in Matthew, I want to say, mm. 
Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and so that's exactly what you're saying. Exactly. Like, that, like, be careful when you get rid of something because what the enemy does is like, okay, well, we sent our first wave. Yeah. That didn't work. So what we're going to do is we're going to strategize and we're yeah. going to sit back and we're going to watch. You're protected. God's got you. Yeah, you're right. Here we're going to come again and we're going to try to test twice you. as much because the 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 thing is is that if you're not being messed with, it's because the devil doesn't want to touch you if you're doing wrong. He just wants to leave you alone. You're already doing wrong. Why is he going to bother you? He's going to let you keep making your decisions. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing good, when you're doing good, and you're doing God's work, it's in God's work. That's why it says to it, pray it, for it, our it, brothers, it, to it, pray for our pastors, it, to pray it, for our it, leaders, mm-hmm. because you're trying to do good and and it's their merit. They get merits off that. Like, oh, I took. It's like a lion is not going to uh-huh. kill a dead gazelle. Yeah. What's the pride in that? Exactly. It's dead. It's not fresh. It's already dead. But if he can get down and attack this fresh, live, thick, nice, yeah. juicy gazelle, yeah. oh man, it's a feast, baby! Yeah, like that's running. So it's glory to their god, to the to the devil. Like, why, so, do you, why do you think a lot of pastors get called out for sexual things yeah. and this and stealing and all that? Like, like that's not because they wanted. They found a way to let me do this, and then I'm gonna steal. Now that something one day triggered them, and the enemy came and said, "Worked on it." Hey, you could take a couple. Hundred dollars, yeah. ain't no one gonna see you. Yeah, and it becomes a couple hundred, it comes to a couple thousand. Yeah, or it's like uh, it's okay. You can look at that that girl like that because she's cool, mm-hmm. and it becomes a randomly y'all are both behind doors and y'all are talking about something. But gotcha. enemies like here's your chance. Yeah, you wanted her, she's here, and sometimes they fall short, and yeah. sometimes and we do, and we do. Yeah. The the good the good thing is God's grace is overpowers all that is when we realize that and yeah. we realize our we repent for the things we've done. It's not God's an excuse to, to go do ahead it. and fall into it. It's, well, it's sure. just a, you need to seek friends more or less fellowship. And that's why we have to have communion with with God so much because yeah. when things like that happen, it's not you versus them no more. It's you and God versus them. Yeah. But when you say it's just me versus them, we lose every time. 10 times out of 10 every time it's when we say oh crap or like oh wow this person's coming at me right now she she looks good and she's about to come talk to me god what do i need to do is like walk away or cultivate her tell her that tell her that let's talk about god or something yeah and most of the time like hell and they're like yeah i don't want to hear that and she'll, she'll dip out she don't want that Guess what? There's an enemy working through her trying to get that, mm-hmm. get you to fall or yeah. something. It's just, it's just random. Yeah, and or it's some, not on her. It's just that, like you said, the enemy works through everybody. Just, like God works through everybody. We work. It's a spiritual, a spiritual warfare going on. It's not us. We mm-hmm. think it's us, but it's not us. We're, we're, we're a little speck into this game. Spiritual game. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's, 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 it's flesh versus spirit. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah. So it's pretty dope. I mean, it's it's crazy to learn that. I just um, we can like start talking about like here in the future about like steps and encouragement steps to 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 fight these things. Because like I said, I got blessed fully, but then I once I felt like I reached the point of I'm good, mm-hmm. I my eyes stopped focusing on God. I didn't say what now. It was like. Okay, I'm Gucci. Appreciate you getting out, getting getting me out of this hole. I got it from here now. Yeah, it's never and, like that. And it happened, and I did that. And it happens I, to everybody. So I, I started smoking again. Mm-hmm. I started doing that. Here and there, I popped a bar. 
I didn't get back addicted to it, but here and there I'll pop a bar like, ah, I'm Gucci, I'll pop a bar here and there, we'll do it. And and I was with my girlfriend at the time, and then we started fighting at the time, and this happened, and then just like enemies started working back into my life, trying to take everything that God gave you away mm -hmm. again. And it wasn't until we conceived with our first kid, and enemy was working now in my wife's life, maybe even through me through both of us or whatever but we we didn't we didn't have god in the center of us we had him there he just wasn't the centerpiece he was just the background the person in the back to to catch us when we're when we really need him to be there but he wasn't in the center yeah. so we allowed the enemy to be the center and he like came in and destroyed yeah and the devil loves attention for sure. Yeah. So for sure. It so it was crazy. And then it, it wasn't until we I got linked up to into the church that I'm at right now and I started learning the actual discipleship that we're called to be. And that's when like a whole new season that I'm at right now. Yeah. So Yes, and then uh so that whole entire testimony that you gave me kinda gave me a, a quick one on it at uh Buffalo Wild Wings because just due to you working and stuff. But we're having this whole conversation that y'all are hearing now is we had this at Buffalo Wild Wings. And that's what brought us where you are now, a youth minister where we were smoking and stuff together and all that stuff back then. And then now you're a youth minister. Now you're married. Uh -huh. God took you out of being homeless. He, he, um, off of eating cheese and bread and meat, mm -hmm. which, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that, you know, there's there's just more that you know god wants us to be prosperous wants us to be 100%. eating well and living 100%. well and looking well and because it's all for his glory it's mm -hmm. all like look what i can do when you go for me yeah and now and now we're and, we're and we're called to be good stewards yeah and now we're here and and then we link we we meet up again after all these years and then we go have um we go have uh coffee coffee and we're sitting there and, you know, we're at a coffee shop playing, uh, which, oh, playing the book of Noah off your app. Oh, yeah. And we're sitting here talking about Christ and we're talking about James one through three and about how what what it means to be a teacher and how we should be if we're going to mm -hmm. be a teacher. And you're you're explaining all this to me because I was new to it. I had no idea. I never really looked at the book of Jonah like that. I didn't know those things. Yeah. You're telling me about I said that I need I want to stop cussing i need to watch my mouth and you're like dude james three is what i've been working i'm working on that too and mm -hmm. this and that and you were the first person outside of my family that I ever prayed for me individually like that wow it was visible i appreciate you uh, yeah and uh thank you so I'm much man. it was it was uh heartwarming and i the holy spirit was telling me to pray for you that day wow and i and for some reason my mouth was shut it, it, that's what happens and so then, even like whenever and then you said hey let me pray for you before we go and you know you like you went for it and then i was just like and then you, not to like get too far off, but like you, uh, the day before my surgery, or like, I think it was the day before my surgery, you're like, you sent me an audio voice message and it said, one thing that keeps sticking out, sticking out of my mind is that you said, uh, for, I pray that you have a successful or a good, or a good surgery or something like that to God's divine reasoning or his, like his divine intentions for you. Oh, yeah. 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 And it was just like, as beautifully put because in my head, I'm thinking, of course, in my ways, what I wish is that it gets 100% completely healed. I'm able to have full function and I'm able to go be 
100% again and go like attack it, you know, but that's my thing. And what you said is his, his divine, divine intentions. So it's really God, whatever your intentions are for me, even if I do have the surgery and it's not completely healed, it's what you want for me. And that must be what you want. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure it out. If it is that I can get back out there again, then all power sure. be to you. But I love that thing. And it was just like such a huge, uh, like, it stuck one, with me while mm-hmm. I was going through surgery. I was like, man, I love that. One thing that I like, like, uh, I guess I got to like, the uh, acknowledge is like what you're saying, which is like, I mean, 100% uh, reasonable how you're thinking. Like, you fell, broke your thing, you know, right hand of God and all that stuff. And what we have to realize and know is that, like, God is a loving God and he won't hurt you, right? He won't do that. But what he did do is plant that Holy Spirit because you're Holy Spirit automatically. Because, of course, you fell. I don't think... I don't think God moved moved your bike and broke your collarbone, right? I was living too fast at the time. But so, exactly, so well, yeah. so the accident from even even if you thinking the enemy must must have done it yeah. or just an accident in general, yeah. your obedience to the Holy Spirit to say, "I hurt myself," and instead of being mad and ugly about it and like what the. Yeah, you know, yeah, I got, yeah, I got yeah. all this stuff that I got, like, I'm working on. I'm training hard. All on pause. God immediately put it into your spirit. was just like, what am I actually telling you, Seth? You know, what what are you getting out of this? And you immediately were obedient and said, I'm moving too fast. And I'm sorry I haven't acknowledged you. Yeah. Exactly, exactly what you said. Yeah. And that's so beautiful and even, like, beautifully said because it's like, yeah, I might have hurt myself, and I might have done this, and it might have happened to me. But let me t- let me let me just acknowledge what's really happening, which is I'm not in communion with you, God, and I'm sorry, and I am moving too fast, and my life is going too fast, and I haven't been able to ask what you want from me. Right. I'm on this fast life of what I want, what and I want I, I'm on this goal, and 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 I don't even know if this is what I need to be doing. Exactly. So that that was beautiful the way, and I know God's like that. Like I'm glad that you you acknowledged and you understood that you are moving too fast and maybe you need to take a step back and and talk to me and see what's what's really going down. Yeah. And um, that to me that was so dope the way that you said that is like I'm moving too fast. You got you were able to see something bad and and looking at it through a good perspective. Like you and, said, he turns all evil things and all you, bad things and you, into good. And you even you even went back and put it towards the story of Moses and, and splitting the sea. Yeah. And is which was like yeah. even ten times even cooler with your story. Yeah. It's like you fell and you broke and everything and, you, and at that time you you're looking at a sea and you're like, no. How am I gonna get past this? What am I, I gonna do? I can't do this no more. Like mm-hmm. I can't do this. And exactly what God said. Yeah, you're right. You can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. You can't do it at all. You yeah. can't do it from the beginning. Yeah. You might have thought you were doing it, but you're not. Mm-hmm. You're gonna run into a wall. Yeah, you're always gonna run into a wall when you're going by yourself. Yeah, I yeah. think you're so right because like you know, you said that God knows our heart. When I run, I think about God. I listen to sermons whenever I run. A lot of people ask me like, "What do you listen to whenever you're running? Do you listen to music?" I'm like, "Nah, man. Either I listen to no music because I'm thinking about God and I'm listening to the Holy Spirit, but then, but it's just like I'm not giving Him my full attention outside of that. I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't. Yeah. 
and even now I'm still kind of like trying to figure out a way of like waking up in the morning. First thing that I do is I, you know, I should read some scripture or pray and give him thanks for my life. Yeah. Immediate thanks. Another day to breathe again, all these things. I think, um, um, <clears throat> I think this right here, what we're doing right now is going to open someone's eyes out there. Cause it's true. When you talk about God, you might see, you might you might reach eight hundred people. You might reach eight thousand people. You might, might reach eighty people. You might reach eight people. Mm -hmm. But maybe just two of them take a grasp of it. Yeah. And those two people take a grasp of it is way better than zero taking a grasp of it because we didn't even start. We didn't even do what we needed to do. Right. What's crazy to me and what a story that I heard from uh, was like I think it was TikTok. This dude said. Like Jesus went and he he spoke to large crowds, yeah. large crowds. He spoke to big crowds, and only certain people took a grasp of it. Yeah. And what's crazy is he took only twelve people, his disciples, and fed them daily and told them, "This is what I need to tell you. This is what this is what it, this is what it is." Yeah. And then he sent them out. Yes, he could have did that to thousands of people, made thousands of disciples, because he had, he's God. He yeah. had that power. He could have been like, "Oh, thousand of y'all, boom, right here. Let me tell y'all this. Here we go. We're gonna get it. The, the sermon on the mountain. Yes, that yes. that service that you know probably like blew thousands of people's minds out of the water. Yes, but twelve people he threw his DNA. He's Peter, all them, Andrew. He spoke, and they weren't perfect people. Not they, at all. They, they denied Jesus. But he said, yeah. this is what I believe, and this is what's, what what this is, this, and here you go. Here's the foundation. Here, 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 here. Yeah. And he fed those people. Yes. So he so what I would like to, to bring it to the concept is like, even with your podcast, even with us as speakers or anything like, yeah. we may, it, it, people want to change thousands of lives, and that's fine. But why not just focus on two or three and fully fully feed them because yeah. once you feed those three they're going to go out and feed three others mm -hmm. and four others and that's how you start changing yeah a lot of things and and maybe you do have the power everyone has it, the power to to change 80 people at a time 100 sure. people thousands of people for sure for sure but it's that it's that that spider web effect where boom, yeah. boom, 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 everyone starts cultivating each other so i think that mean you are are gonna start something even if we have a uh, open sermon or or segment yeah that goes off and just to teach mm -hmm. things that people have questions about yeah no i'm i know we are not that we might i know mm -hmm. i know we are we talked about that in our text like i think i was like no we will yeah we'll, we'll that, do it and that's what you said to me you're like well now i'm working on stewardship i'm working on being a teacher i'm working on discipling i'm working on helping out others because that's what we're called to do mm -hmm. and i was like yeah that's exactly what we're called to do and and we will do it uh together i do believe that's why we met again mm -hmm. and ironically we meet we're meeting at the same time where i feel like both of us are on a we'll nice level together preaching and, the streets you know what i'm saying like, and then this is a way to do it because mm -hmm. it's just the way you know um yeah, beautiful, I'm glad. bro well i appreciate you coming on man before we get off you uh you want to give a do you mind uh, blessing the viewers before we get off uh, yeah. with a little something just whatever comes to your heart let's see not put you on a spot like that nah you're good yeah. um yeah we can hold in yeah yeah um wait cool alright man let's see 
come to my heart. I guess we just um we just bless y'all with the with the just the the warmth the warmth of, of the love of Jesus, the love of God to to just overtake anything that you're dealing dealing with, any um battles or, or circumstances or maybe you're just at a, a place of just sitting and waiting and you just sitting like oh, I'm comfortable here. But we just bless you with that that push and that drive to say, I want more. I want more of this. I want um, more of God. I want more of what he has in store for me. Or maybe you're just at a place where you feel like you don't know where you're going and you, you don't want, you don't, you don't know your next step. Well, I just want to bless you with, with the opportunity to talk to Jesus and tell him to lay down your next steps and foundations and tell him to ask him for the direction of where you need to go. And we just bless you with the presence that, He's there with y'all. He's here with us. And we just thank you for um, for just wanting more or maybe just to sitting here and listening and um, allowing something to to work in your in your heart. And we just uh, we just bless y'all with um, love and prosperity mm-hmm. and just just a, a spark and a new uh, a new perspective of of what your situation really means in Jesus name. Amen. Jesus name. Amen. Uh, before we finish off, um, God put it on my heart. If this is, I did it on my last one on chapter, I believe it's 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll do it again. Probably continue to do it. Um, if you haven't, if you're, if you're stuck, if, uh, the way that my pastor preaches it, is that if your heart stops beating within the next five minutes, um, do you know where you're going to spend eternity at? Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, get you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> just repeat this after me. Um, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Come into, Come my, into heart. my heart. I'll make, make you, you my, my Lord, Lord and Savior. Savior. Yes, in Jesus' name, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite in Jesus pastors. Name, amen. So, if you said that prayer, you have been saved. Everything you've ever did wrong has been forgiven. It's been wiped out clean. You're not living a new life, right? That's it. You, you're clean. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Joel and I are here for you. And uh, if you want to give them your... Joel, sorry. So, Joel, Joel and I are here for you. If you want to give them your, um, a place for them to reach you at, they do dirty baits, but I'm not sure how if you wanna. Yeah, for sure. You can reach me at uh, Instagram. I got I'm on dirty baits. Mm-hmm. Um, even Facebook, Joel Verdine. But yeah, dirty baits is usually I'm on it most of the time. It's uh. Just at dirty baits. Yeah, at dirty baits on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can reach me right there. I'm always on that. So, sell uh, fishing lures, but honestly, um, I'm here to. You know, fish for for men, fish for for y'all as disciples, or just to help out on anything that y'all need. Yeah, absolutely, brother. There you go. I appreciate you coming on, dude. Was, we're gonna do it again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Right. Thank y'all for watching and love yourself so that you can go love someone else. Amen. All right, glory be to God. Yes. Cool. Cut.